Welcome to a Friday edition of America's Hot Barn Report on this Tower of Power. Now, the new voice of ranch country, Karina Jones. Roll the confetti. Fat cattle are over $1.45. Thanks for tuning in to this Friday edition of Hot Barn Report. It has been fascinating to me to watch certain ag media and economists throwing a party over these fat cattle prices. I guess when that is your job to report the markets, it could be exciting. But let's get back to the real world. The USDA High Plains Cattle Feeding Simulator has the cost of gain for feeders bought in January and slaughtered in May is $1.19 a pound. But they were figuring corn at $6.72 a bushel. And if you can find corn for that right now, let me know because I'm in the market. So even with those underwhelming expenses, that is a negative net margin of around negative $5 a head. Oh goody, sounds like something to celebrate, eh? What the USDA notes in their chart is those costs that they include are variable. So I reached out to a couple of independent feedlot owners that have to buy the feed that goes in the bunk, the fuel that goes in the tractor and balance the books every week. And reports I am getting from these feedlot owners are that cost to gain is more in the range of $1.35 for conventional steers and upwards of $1.50 for all naturals and heifers. So now imagine the negative margin using those cost to gains reported by real feedlot owners. I don't think you or I need a scientific calculator to deduce that $1.45 fat cattle are not going to pay the bills. Here's the deal. The industry doesn't want to get rid of the cow-calf man right now because they need the calves. The independent feeder who competes for cattle with the sweetheart guys is the one with the bullseye on his back. An $8 corn speeds up his extinction. The last of the independent guys cannot compete with the cost plus boys. And I assure you cow-calf producers, like most of you listening and myself, we are gonna miss these Nebraska and Iowa cattle feeders in the barns this fall. These independent feedlots are not trying to make money, they're trying to make money back. Those who don't live it forget that the potholes of the past balance sheets have to be filled in at some point. So now we look at next week when the Senate Ag Committee has scheduled Senate Bill 4030, that compromise bill that you've heard me talk about for markup. And you wonder why the cattle industry and feeders are so underwhelmed and nauseous about it? Because it can memorialize the lackluster negotiated cash participation of 2020 and 2021. Not much to celebrate there, right? This is the Senate Ag Committee's time to take all that they've heard from the hearings and the academic studies that have brought forth valuable information confirming that our cattle market structure is dangerously concentrated and showing no signs of a free and fair market and amend this bill so that actually provides valuable cattle industry reforms instead of a weak attempt and a lot of busy work for the USDA that really won't amount to much of any change that will benefit rural America. Make sure to tune in later today for the winners of the Beef and Steak Month Rancher Package featuring a Sioux Steel Mineral Feeder, a ton of Dakota Gold Pellets, $500 in discount westernwear.com gift certificates, Vitafirm and Multi-Min gift certificates, Cole Swindell tickets, and so much more. Details on the Hot Barn Report Facebook page.